0: Welcome to the ABI Online Radio Show, where you're about to hear from industry experts that will share their stories and advice on how you too can learn from their expertise and life's experiences. And now it's time for the next interview, so let's get on with the show. Today I have the great pleasure to welcome Maria Brady to our show, and this is uh, episode 73 now, where has all that time gone? So, first off, welcome Maria, and I um, will talk a little bit about what you do because in the chat today we talk about kinesiology and uh, I really didn't know what it was and you've explained that reasonably well and in some cases um, how people can actually use kinesiology to self-diagnose their problems and get to the um, really meat of the issue and help them understand what's going on in their lives or in the financial areas or whatever it might be. So um, I'll let you introduce yourself, Maria. Maria maybe you'd like to just share with us a little bit more about
1: you know what you've done in the past and what got you into doing what you're doing now and 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 what you're doing it I suppose
2: sure thank you so much for having me Fred it's a real pleasure how I started into this because I I'm a kinesiologist and I've started doing that when I was back in uh, 2006 I think and before that I started learning counseling and I always felt that there was something missing for me and I felt that the people that I was trying to help were just talking round and round and round in circles so I actually went searching and went to a it was like a mind body spirit festival Uh, I think it was called um, I can't remember
1: what it was called may well have been mind body, spirit
2: (laughs) it might have been it's a living now it was called living now and it used to be like a a little mini expo and I remember going in paying my money and and going in looking for what I was searching for and I walked into the main doors and I saw this gentleman do uh, this strange thing with somebody's arm and I looked up at the sign and I couldn't pronounce the word uh, which I later found out it was kinesiology but I thought oh that's really weird I'm here to work out what I what I'm here to do what I'm here to find so it wasn't until I sort of kept walking around and and I saw that they were having little introduction talks and that person had said that they were going to do a a talk and I thought well I'll just sit in and and see what it's all about because it looked a little bit weird to me so I sat in to the discussion and it was absolutely amazing and blew my socks off because what I found was he was doing a muscle check and he was able to talk to the subconscious and unconscious mind and find out the root cause of what things were going on within that particular person whether it be mentally physically emotionally and spiritually even So I went oh my goodness you know this is what I've been searching for because I'm able to connect that with the counseling and marry that up really well so that people can talk about their problems but through the kinesiology I can actually help them and help them get rid of whatever they're holding on to so whether it be you know limiting beliefs or or thoughts or words or or pain in their body so sometimes you know people have pain a physical pain um, let's say for example in their neck or shoulders and that's metaphysical reason behind it would be you know people having issues with relationships or carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders so I found that both of those worlds could marry up really together and and do that so I think for the, the 12 months that I did the initial Uh, certificate 4 in kinesiology it allowed me to actually get rid of all of my stuff all of my crap that I was holding on to and being able to be a better me and then I was able to help more people because I sort of had not held on to all of these things that I was holding on to that made me a better practitioner and that's what I, I sort of loved about it and and how I got into it start off with
1: so so what exactly is kinesiology and I hope I pronounced that right
2: you did to put it really in, in simple terms the word kinesiology means movement of muscle so what I do is use an indicator muscle which is usually an arm and it's just about applying a little bit of pressure so it's not about um, strength but it's more about the integrity of the muscle so it's just about applying a little bit of pressure so that the person resists against my pressure and then I'm able to start asking the body questions now if the muscle is strong and it holds it means that there's no stress involved in the, the question that I've asked if the muscle actually goes weak or it lets go, that means that there is something going on within the body, mentally, physically, or emotionally, that has caused the weakness of that muscle to happen. So it means that I can basically get yes or no answers from the body which taps into the subconscious and unconscious mind. So it's pretty pretty incredible. I just love it. Yeah, no, it sounds amazing.
1: You know, like I yeah, press,
2: it is sorry
1: what was that I really didn't understand what it was so I mean that that was a good explanation of it so you can actually like go probably more to the subconscious by seeing how the body physical physically reacts than what you say
2: absolutely that's exactly right and it's it's really you know if we look at things we sometimes have uh, chronic conditions people have had lower back issues for years and years and years and You know they don't know why or they've been to the doctor or they've had um, x-rays and nothing shows up and if they come to see me um, we're able to sort of work out what what the root cause is of that pain now if we're looking at the lower back that could be something to do with relationships it could have something to do with financial issues so it really depends on what's going on within the body Um, it's got all of the answers that's the best part about it your body knows how to heal itself and I basically become the the conduit um, between that person on the table and myself and I'm able to tap in and find out what is going on what we need to do to correct Um, so it could be a matter of using acupressure points or it could be we need to talk about something that's come up or there could be flower essences or looking at a color it could be anything Um, so it just depends on what's in my toolbox what the other client knows as well and about asking questions and working out what we need to do to be able to start that recuperation process and that healing
1: process as I said before I sounds it sounds amazing but getting back to your like your business now you started out so you've now applied kinesiology into your coaching practice so how did you spread the word about that? And how did you tell? Like, how do you attract people to your to your business?
2: It's very much word of mouth. Uh, I've never actually advertised in magazines or newspapers. I did a lot of networking at the very beginning, and I found that that was a wonderful way to, to meet people, not necessarily to get clients, but to actually meet people and... and build a relationship with them and that's what I love doing and that's the part of business that's wonderful um, for me it's it's about meeting people and it's about you know allowing them to tell me their story I I love finding out information about them and I suppose that's sort of how it happened um, it, it just grew from there you know I constantly did the networking events I've thrown in a couple of Expos here and there but it's mainly uh, word of mouth now uh, that's happened like I've had uh, several clients over the last couple of months even that have sent me so many clients that I'm actually struggling to try and fit them in at the moment so it's a good problem to have but not great for them because you know they want to be seen now
1: So, so, on that, like is there any way that you can like um maybe engage somebody else into your practice or is that is that a plan you've got or do you still you want to remain a solo entrepreneur?
2: Do you know Fred I haven't actually thought about that um, i I thoroughly love my job and it, it's it's not actually a job it, it's it's a pleasure and a privilege to be able to work with my clients and Every day that I wake up, I am so happy and grateful that I do what I do. Uh, I'm really and truly living my purpose. So I can't actually answer that, I, I but I will think about it. And that's a really, really interesting question.
1: Uh, did, did I read did, in, you your,
2: uh,
1: in your bio that you actually do remote consultations as well? Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah. I've so got uh, clients that, in Sydney and per- if,
1: you, if you can't physically touch them
2: if I can't physically touch them it's 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 basically based on energy anyway even if I had clients in my clinic room I don't necessarily have to touch them to be able to do what I do so it's very much when it's it's the online Um, I do incorporate that coaching and that counseling um, the mentoring side of it and if anything comes up what I do is I actually do a muscle check on myself in relation to the client that's online and I'm able to still tap into the energy of that and be able to come up with the the correct solution so if there is something that they need to An acupressure point that they need to rub or something like that I actually show them where it is I do it on myself as well as they do it on themselves so it's a it's a a double extra you know uh, goodness that they get because they get it from me and they also get it from themselves so I've had clients who actually prefer to do it online even after they've seen me uh, because it they feel that they're actually putting more effort into their healing process
1: okay so you actually teach them how to act, and I don't want to use the wrong words but it's it's a bit like self diagnosis
2: it's not self diagnosis there's basically if if anything comes up it's a matter of me just sharing with them what acupressure point to to do or maybe they need to hold their forehead or uh, as, a, as an emotional stress release point um, so it's a, it's a matter of them just taking some responsibility and being part of it so it's, it's a little bit different to being on my massage table where I'm actually holding the acupressure points or or um, rubbing the, the points that, that may come up so that's that's the only difference everything else is basically the same because it's very much to do with um, the energy of what is going
1: on like I'm very heavily into the online market and you know because I, I help businesses with their online strategy and so forth but um, are yeah. you like are you engaging in anything like that like marketing online or attracting clients online or, or are you just focusing on your physical practice
2: I do use uh, LinkedIn and also Facebook is, is that what you mean
1: Yep. Yeah, I no, exactly what I mean. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: So I've yeah I've got a I've got a, a LinkedIn page and I also have a uh, Facebook business page and uh, and I do market on that um, because I also hold workshops as well and uh, they're on goal setting and vision boards uh, and probably one of my favourite workshops that I hold is called Relax. You're worth it. And that one is all about recognizing stress, how it affects us mentally, physically and emotionally, and then teaching tools and techniques on on how to actually reduce that stress so that you're you can practice that on a daily basis they're really simple they're really easy to do, and it's something that can get you uh, to a better state and start reducing that stress so the workshops that I do and I do market those online and, and, and it's great
1: how often do you run your workshops uh,
2: I run them probably once a quarter um, this year in actual fact I've, I've held more vision uh, board workshops than ever because it, it's been so popular so I uh, I've had two already I've got another one on the 17th of February And uh, they're in Brisbane and uh, and then I normally do one sort of halfway through the year uh, which is more specifically for business owners and the new financial year so bringing that in and being able to sit down and say okay what do you really want to achieve in the next 12 months in your business so that's sort of what I've done so far I'm sure it'll expand from there as well
1: and what what type of numbers do you like do you ideally look for to, to attend your workshops? Like is it a big group, small group, or how does that work?
2: It's usually an intimate group. Um, they're normally around the ten mark. Sometimes I stretch up to twelve, but usually around that ten mark is a is a great number because, you know, it's it's a it's an interactive workshop. It's it's all about, you know, the clients being able to voice what's going on, you know, sharing, you know, things and, and being part of that group. Whereas I found that the bigger groups, you can't, you can't do that, not to the extent that I like to do in, in the smaller groups. And it works really, really well. So uh, I've, I just sort of stick to that at, the, at that stage, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it sounds like an ideal plan. Um, like with yeah. that and the small groups, do you find that uh, the attendees actually turn into long-term clients?
2: Uh, yes, I do. And and vice versa, some of my long-term clients come to my workshops and, you know, I've had uh, several of my clients, uh, they have attended quite a lot of the same workshop. Even though I work with them, they come to the workshops and they go oh my goodness I didn't know this or I hadn't experienced this and they'll come back again it's just like reading a book you know second time around you read a book or watch a movie you get more from it there's more little gems or or more little aha moments that they will get by attending so it, it works both ways so I get clients from that and my clients go to them so which is lovely
1: so it sounds like you've certainly got your marketing organized like you've got your you know you you start out with your networking you've moved you've got social media covered and you've got workshops and um, what about the, the, the normal thing of webinars have you actually approached that in any fashion or or it's just on the cards Maggie?
2: that is on the cards that is on the cards i'm I'm looking at a few different things this year uh, one of those is um, I'm working on an online program, uh, so it'll be like a five-week program. And I was thinking that I would put some webinars uh, in place in that, or do some videos and things like that, so that that people can still see me. Um, I love Zoom. Have you heard of Zoom? Yeah,
1: yeah, I have. Yeah, I mean, you've got the two yeah. majors. You've got GoToWebinar and Zoom, and you know they're, yeah. they're
2: yeah. the better platforms. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So. Uh, zoom is actually the one that I use for my online uh, clients as well and uh, so I find that fantastic because everybody can see each other and and it's again is more interactive so yeah that is definitely definitely on the cards for this year
0: I I
1: will watch with interest it sounds like sounds like (laughs) flowing in the right direction
2: (laughs) exactly (laughs)
1: So, have you got any nuggets that you'd like to possibly share with the with the listeners, just as a final note?
2: Oh, definitely. It's a big thing of mine about uh, the thoughts. Thoughts become things. So, if you really have an intention of keeping your thoughts as positive as possible everything starts mirroring back to you so the more positive you can be the better it is for you Um, if you find that you are thinking negative thoughts uh, that are limiting who you are or what you want to be or or how you want to be start flipping them so for example uh, if somebody says you know I'm not good enough which is the major one I see so many clients that have uh, low self-worth, low confidence issues, um, and especially around their business. Being able to flip that and start saying, I am good enough, when you think it, it, uh, it, it causes you know little reactions to go off in our brain and, and our chemicals to produce and things like that, which goes into our body systems. If you can say it, Say something positive out loud what you're doing is you're double diffusing it if that makes any sense so you Not. think it being one thing and then by you saying it you're hearing you say it therefore you've thought it so it's about making sure that you put extra emphasis on the positive and if you can't think of something. Opposite to say or something to flip it into just think of something nice like oh isn't it wonderful that we've got a beautiful blue sky today in Australia or isn't it lovely that the the grass is so green or oh isn't it wonderful hearing the birds just think something positive think something that is going to allow your energy and your vibration to go higher because your your negative thoughts are very low vibrational Uh, we want to be as high as possible and probably the other tip that I can I can give is it's okay to make mistakes
1: absolutely! in fact it's
2: necessary to make mistakes because if we don't make mistakes we don't learn and grow
1: every mistake is the next step to success
2: absolutely absolutely and you know the other thing I like to look at in relation to mistakes is that, you know, if you go to the movies or whatever, when they're making the movies, they have that board. And every time somebody says something funny or incorrect or whatever, they just go, take two. So I like to look at the word mistake as a miss take You get to do another take.
1: What a good way of explaining it. Yeah, I so
2: love I, it and I, I tell my clients that all the time because, and they get it, you know, especially when yeah. I put my hands up and, you know, do that noise and go take two, take 57 if you need to. It's okay. Um, and some people don't have permission to make mistakes.
1: I think it's, you know, it's it, it certainly, you, you do, you have a lot of people out there that tend to try to be perfectionist and um, they'll never ever yep. get there because it, it's just there's always something else to decide that they need to do to get to that end goal and it's a,
2: that's it's a exactly right yep. it, it, that's exactly right you know and my last tip I can give is learn to laugh at yourself it just makes life so much more fun and so much more effortless and easy
1: you know, it, uh, yeah, it, it's. Um, I, I think you've got to get in first and laugh at yourself before other people do, because people certainly will. Tell Absolutely, you. <laughs> that's exactly do. right. Yeah. Well, it's that's been nice. a magic session. I, I really enjoyed it. I've, I've learned a lot. I've even learned how to pronounce kinesiology, which is, you know, that's very good, good. stuff. Um, <laughs> just, just one final question while I think about it, and I, um, if you don't yeah. want to answer, it's fine. But if Looking back of how you started and where you started and where you are now, is there anything that comes to mind from a business perspective, not from your practice, but from getting into business and developing your business, is there anything that you would change or you look back and you say, "Um, I wouldn't do that again, or would you just go with everything and just figure, well, you end up where you are now?
2: I don't know if I would actually say I wouldn't do that again what I would have loved when I first uh, became a kinesiologist and after I'd graduated was to have uh, actually I I can say it would change that to have somebody who could mentor me in business because I went out green I went out fresh and I knew nothing about running a business so it took me years and years and years to learn Um, how to run a business so if I could do my time over again I would definitely hire myself a business mentor I've got one now and you know it's great Um, we've got people have bounce ideas off and and they they've been there done that so that they know what works what doesn't work it saves so much time and effort to be able to do that so was would, would be one of my things that I would definitely do next time if I if I had to do it all over again
1: so it's, so it's basically engage a mentor as early as you can
2: definitely definitely yes and you know if you if you're not able to afford one then go and ask somebody if they wouldn't mind sitting down you buy them a cup of coffee and see if you can pick their brains a little bit most people are very happy to be able to help you out when you're first starting And uh, they're very generous with, you know, their time and and, uh, their wisdom. So definitely find yourself a mentor.
1: Yep, no, no, good one. Nice way to finish off. Mm. Um, As I said before, I really enjoyed the the chat today. And um, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll get you back on and talk about something, um, maybe something, something about your workshops or whatever you're doing in the future.
2: Yeah, that'd be lovely. Thank you so much, Fred. I really enjoyed it.
1: No, it's great chat, and the phone
2: held up alright. Yes, <laughs> okay. take care. Have a great one. Cheers. Thank you very much.
0: Bye. Just a quick reminder that if you are an expert in your field and you want to share your knowledge, then simply go to our website radio.abi.com.au and register your interest. You can also listen to more experts share their stories and expertise at the same address that radio.abi.com.au. Look forward to seeing you there. Take care and have a fantastic day.